You're tuning, You're tuning in. in. TBD. 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 Into TBD. TBD. To be discussed. To be discussed. To be discussed. Everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's your host, May Wu. And of course, I have a very special guest here with me today. And if you can introduce yourself, tell us about who you are, what you do, what you're about. Hi, everyone. My name is Lauren Rasco, and I am originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. Currently live here in the Bay in Oakland. Shout out to the town. Um, I am a graphic designer as well as a creative artist, marketer, whole nine. Um, all that. All that jazz. <laughs> I'm just a spunk of fun and creativity at all times. Yes. Um, so yeah, that I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm a twin. Oh, no, no, that's a yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm a twin brother. <laughs> so I was like, I totally forgot, but I do remember you telling me this. And we'll probably dive into it later on. Um but thank you for being here today. I'm super excited. And uh, so we're talking about the topic of virginity. Yes. And so I guess like what is your definition of virginity? Because that changes depending on like where you are in the world, what region of even the United States, by person, by person. Mm -hmm. So what is your definition of virginity? Um, my personal definition of virginity, really based on my own personal experience, because I know everybody just has a different feelings about what is sex and what's not um for me it's not have had any form of penetration um that well i guess um to the extent of like oral oral sex um anal sex vaginal Actual sex, sex like yeah all of it yeah. all of those three things never mm -hmm. never have had happen um so that's what it means to me or what it looks like for me in terms of virginity, like not in indulge. That's a weird way to put it. Yeah, being in the act of having sex, like yeah. that hasn't that hasn't happened for me. Um, and is know, this something that uh, you have decided a long time ago? Is this something you have like you know? How did this come to be? It. Well, I guess everybody starts as a virgin. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Everyone starts. As a um, it's it did the choice. I guess more of the choice to still be a virgin. Part of it is a choice, um, and the other half of it is circumstantial for mm -hmm. the most part. Um, when I was 16, I did have a promise ring. I did this like course. It wasn't like pinky promise or anything, but mm -hmm. I did something at my church, and it was a spiritual aspect for sure. Um, I went through the little program, got the certificate and a promise ring, you know, to keep my virginity till marriage. Um, and at 16 years old, that's what it was about completely. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because in my head, it's like, if I can't keep a promise to God, who can I keep a promise to? Mm -hmm. And that still kind of lives in in the ideology um, quite a bit. Um, but as I grew over time, like getting to high school, getting through high school and college, and, you know, now you're starting to be around sexual advances, sexual uh, circumstances that can yeah. kind of get rocky um i was always friends with a lot of guys and i always felt like they were like racking up women on their belt essentially mm -hmm. and i never wanted to be someone who they could talk about like mm -hmm. oh I, I smashed her or i did yeah. this or i did that like future I, has this song called like trophies and yes. every time i listen to that it actually hurts my soul i'm like i actually can't listen to that song because i'm like i refuse to like 
think about that because it brings such negative energy because I'm like, oh, like it's literally objectifying, like literally saying women are trophies. Exactly. <laughs> and just just that idea that I'm a trophy or that, you know, oh, they had Lauren Rascal. No, you're not going to ever be able to say that about my name. Mm. Um, and so it grew to that. And then I realized that I had created a, an identity in my virginity mm-hmm. that also portrayed this like goody two shoes girl that people when they first meet me like oh she's a good girl this and that and mm-hmm. not that that's a bad thing but yeah. it it made me feel ostracized a little bit because yeah. just because I believe in God or I'm very spiritual or I show up as a good girl. Everyone and a, being a virgin doesn't define you. It's exactly. not the only thing you are. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it felt like. It felt mm-hmm. like that's, it makes people like, oh, that makes sense. Like when they would find out, it's, mm-hmm. oh, that makes sense. You're a good girl. Da-da-da. And like mm-hmm. putting me in this other box that right. I'm like, I still like to have fun. I still like to be around other people, yeah. you know. That sounds like there's assumptions tied to that. Like, yeah. Oh, you're, of course, you're a virgin because that makes sense. But it's like, what about why? The reasons why? Exactly. And it just, it eventually grew to the point that it was just like, you know, I'm at a place in my life now where, you know, temptation is hard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very hard thing to deal with. I'm not dating anyone, but there's always that wonder that when I do really start dating or do get, um, have more intimate relationships with people, where am I going to put my foot down? Am I going to allow? And I've had to be flexible with myself because at the same time, I don't know when marriage will happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, the last time I dated someone was at 20. Like, mm-hmm. was exclusively dated someone was at 20. Between that, it's just kind of been like situationships, you know? Yeah. Um, And that was always in the back of my mind in a fear that people wouldn't want to be with me or be around me uh, or people, men, wouldn't want to be with me around me because I was a virgin or because... Wouldn't want to be around you? Yeah. Like, wouldn't even want to be, like, in the same... Like, here, we're sitting right now. Um, Like that? Or, like, wouldn't want to, like, just hang out with you one-on-one? Like, one-on-one, more intimate level. Like, it it usually would occur... You know, you meet someone mm-hmm. and things are kind of, you know, going okay. You're like, oh, maybe they like me. Maybe they don't. I don't know. And then the conversation comes up. And then it's mm-hmm. like, mm, actually... This ain't what I want. Are they usually pretty transparent about like? Usually not. Like oh. usually, it you kind of show up with three types of individuals. I feel like I didn't answer the question, but you show <laughs> up with three different types of individuals in my encounters. Um, usually, there are ones that don't care and they're just like, oh, okay, great, cool, doesn't matter. Like yeah. you're still, you're still cool. Like I want to get to know you better. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. That's been very far few in between. Oh. Um, really? I'm surprised, actually. Okay. I, <laughs> like, you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm surprised, too. I'm just like, damn. I just, I really, I attract assholes, apparently. Um, that's been far few in between. Um, there are people who pretend like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it shows up that it did. Um, and then there are people who decide either this isn't what they want to do or so I guess four types of people or people who become very predatory and I really got to a point that I was just like I would rather wait till marriage because 27 now might as well wait mm-hmm. even if it's gonna if it's gonna happen now God <laughs> I don't want to be a 40 year old virgin I don't I don't want that to happen really 35 is really pushing it um but I I would rather wait for the right person um because it would I feel like it would 
mean a little bit more because now this person has gone through a bit of things with me they Mm -hmm. know me i know that they love me i have that security Mm -hmm. um or i would feel like i'd have that security and that level of trust that now i can expose myself in this very vulnerable way with this person Mm -hmm. um and i would rather it be at marriage but if it were to happen before that i've kind of given myself that grace that you know hey if it happens it happens i don't want to lose myself or for my first time to be something that's like Oh my so god, with this partner. Us. So would you say like your partner would need to also be a virgin as well? No. No, okay. absolutely not. Um I think that's asking a lot. Mm-hmm. Um especially in today's society and at this age there's so many people that you know, I don't want to close myself off to the types of people that I could potentially date or meet um because who knows? The husband could be anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm still banking on Michael B. Jordan, but <laughs> <laughs> to the opportunities of meeting people. Because mm-hmm. um, I've even tried to expand my boundaries a little bit. Like, would I even date someone with kids or would mm-hmm. I not? Like, trying to make myself a little bit more open. Because if I walk through life like, oh, I only need to marry a virgin. Like, yeah, that's a very small window, sis. And <laughs> where, where you going to meet him? Like on the other side of the world like mm-hmm. how's that gonna happen so not that that's impossible yeah um but you're not saying that it has to be like mm-mm. that way no that that would be closing myself off to a lot of mm-hmm. really great people that i could potentially meet so i guess like where in the like the dating uh would you say when you bring it up like when do you bring it up that you have never had sex before or that you're a virgin um in the dating realm that's it that's interesting because i haven't really dated in a while um i feel like i've had the conversations very early um and it's not always necessarily because i brought them up it usually kind of happens organically or naturally Mm -hmm. um and i think i'm still figuring out where does it actually need to come up like i don't want to walk up to someone like hey i'm a virgin yeah this makes your decision now like i think in conversations of intimacy or trying mm-hmm. to figure out you know what it is that people want to do because i do want to be upfront with people um but at the same time i think it's important you like sexual health and things like that like all mm-hmm. those things are are important i think are conversations that i would want to have up front so i try to be as transparent as possible mm-hmm. but also try to let it happen naturally just because you do get those four types of people that i mentioned earlier um and sometimes it makes situations a little bit difficult. And usually that react, whatever the reaction is, helps me determine, you know, is this someone that I could even be friends with, um, mm-hmm. whether it works out or not? Like, can I even be friends with you because you've accepted me? Like, this is a part of me that you have right, to accept. Yeah. Um, and is oh, it people like tried it, you know, like have verbally said, like, you know, we can take this slow. I'm cool with it. And then like, yeah tested the waters and you tried it yep Mm -hmm. i've had that happen um i've had people very vocally were just like let me see how far we can get like yeah personal issues our own personal vendettas that are just like no Mm. i'm gonna be the one to to smash i'm gonna be the one to beat no Uh, yeah no and why would you say it like that like are would they like what are their expectations are you be like oh you're right (laughs) exactly exactly and i you know, one person when I was in college, one person said that said that to me as if they were like, "Yeah, when I take your jaws off, you won't be saying that." And I was just like, "Oh, oh that's what makes you think um, it was." Yeah, just stuff like that um, has been 
it's been a very interesting ride because there's people that feel entitled to it. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the people that show themselves very early. Um, Would you say, have you had like some really good experiences, but you two just didn't end up working yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's been like maybe one or two that, it, you know, it grew into closer friendships um, that, you know, intimacy doesn't necessarily have to look sexual Mm -hmm. um and it doesn't necessarily have to look like romance either Mm -hmm. um i think my relationship with them as men and as friends helped me be more vulnerable helped create a safe space Mm -hmm. for me personally whether they were good to me and bad to other people yeah um not saying that i condone that whatsoever they yeah. totally shouldn't be trash people and right I usually right. tell them about themselves when they're <laughs> trash um if i know about it um but it creates space for me to feel like i can be my full self mm-hmm. um and that it's not going to be something that's hung over my head because it has been before it mm-hmm. it's it's made me feel safer it makes it feel like a more mature but it, it's created dynamics that I feel like I trust those people and they helped shape me into the woman I am today. It made me feel accepted, made me feel loved, made me feel like I was enough. Yeah. Um, because I, that has been something that I struggled with in the journey of virginity because the world makes it feel like such a big thing. Because to me, it shouldn't feel like that big mm-hmm. of a thing. Like, right. it's just, it's a happenstance. Like, it's a part of you, but it's not all of me. It's you. not all of me. Like, it's essentially, it's similar to, like, uh, having black hair. Like, I have black hair. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm a certain type of woman or a different type of, like, I'm a black woman that happens to have black hair. Like, mm-hmm. what if my hair was purple? What if my hair was, like, it's just, it's one of those things. Yeah. And not to play it off as such a small thing, because I think um, the experience of, taking the time and getting to know myself a little better mm-hmm. um is a part of this journey of virginity too because i i'm also not ignorant to sex like i haven't tried it but i read mm-hmm. you know i read i um watch <laughs> watch porn like they're you know they're just pretty normal pretty normal like <laughs> i would say everyone at 27 has watched porn exactly or <laughs> whether they admit it or not but exactly and not to say like porn isn't necessarily real or a good way to create um, yeah i wouldn't suggest that be your first entry right. to exactly looking at intercourse and what sex means whatever but, but yeah any of that but like you know i read i you know I watch movies watch movies yeah. masturbated like right. there's different things that i think i've exposed myself to mm-hmm. and i just haven't practiced it with anyone i don't know if that makes sense. i'm still exploring my sexuality um and getting to know myself so when it does happen i don't feel too out of my element like i don't i don't know i can't speak now um and so like i kind of uh like reflecting back i'm thinking back uh my freshman year of college and i remember thinking that like i was a virgin at the time and i was just like um you but but the thing was all my friends were not because they were all either in relationships well i was in a relationship but like i was just not ready to have sex and i remember um going oh i don't know if anyone else is in the same boat as me but i remember like as uh the days went by and as i like met people more and more women and girls i was meeting were like yeah i've never had sex either so yeah that made me feel like 
I wasn't alone mm-hmm. because sometimes I felt like I was um, like invalidated because mm-hmm. of, oh you've never had sex before because it's such a coming of age thing yeah. and they're like well you don't know May and I'm like well I mean I don't know what actual sex is like but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean I don't know what life is like yeah that still sometimes happens mm-hmm. um, you know I think sometimes people have used my not having sex as a reason or excuse why I might not be knowledgeable about some things. Mm-hmm. The table yeah. has allowed me to look at things with a little bit more neutral eyes versus having my experiences add to my bias. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, for instance, oh, I'm about to expose myself. Um, <laughs> for instance, like I started doing pole fitness a couple years ago it's so much fun and it's the one of the ways that i've learned how to express my sensuality mm-hmm. as well as get to know myself more in terms of a feminine my feminine self femininity mm-hmm. trying to um express myself in this form of dance mm-hmm. um but there are moments and times where sometimes i don't feel my head's all the way in it Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I feel choppy, like trying to freestyle and things like that. And um, I've had the conversation with a couple deep, couple different people before. And sometimes they're like, well, maybe it's just because you haven't had sex and that's why it feels choppy. And I'm like, I don't I don't think me having sexuality has anything to do with, you know, my freestyle. Yeah, with like kind of any movement sport mm-hmm. um, and like art, like physical art. Yeah, exactly. Like it's more about losing control. Mm-hmm. and allowing yourself to just flow mm-hmm. and you know just this idea that well maybe you haven't really tapped into your sex appeal because you haven't had sex and i'm like no mm-hmm. people think i'm pretty sexy yeah like, uh, no, don't, be, <laughs> don't, don't be misconstrued yeah um don't downplay my sexuality right like my yeah, sexiness yeah, yeah no i don't think that has anything to do with it because you know it's also a shock to a lot of not a lot of people but think sometimes people when the conversation hasn't been had they assume i've had sex mm-hmm. um and there are people that do believe that i've had sex before until it's just like oh no i'm virgin they're like what really so it's it's i, I yeah i don't think my not having sex for lack of experience in that area really plays into what i do or i don't know i like obviously i haven't participated but you know i've been in sexual encounters um Good and bad. Mm-hmm. Ones that, you know, have shaped different aspects of my life. Um, and probably has influenced probably a lot of the reason why I stay single a lot of the time. But, um, you know, I don't think it really um, makes me ignorant. Yeah. You know. And, I mean, you. it seems like you can't go through life with no, like, sexual encounters. You know, like, whether you don't want them or that you want them. It's just, they're going to come because that's part of... Of life. Yeah, a part of life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah. there have been moments where I allowed it and should have said something. And there have been moments where it was something that I wanted, but I knew that I couldn't go that far. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like, all right, this was great. This was fun. I need to leave now. Yeah. Like, there have been moments where it, I was able to stop it or it was a person that I wanted to be intimate with um 
And then there are other times when it was just like, this is not something I asked for. This is not mm-hmm. something that I expected. You know, because I also don't want to downplay anyone that has ever been sexually harassed, sexually abused, sexually assaulted. Because um, even the, that territory is, is murky, even mm-hmm. for me, and some of the different instances that have occurred to me um, that, sh- you know, shook me to my core that I was just like, wow, I should have not to victim blame myself or to even call myself a victim because sometimes I have a weird feeling about that word Um, because I've never been raped or anything like that but you know having the power taken away from me yeah um I mean that's like that's a form of oh my gosh what's the word it's not it's a form of rape but it's not like involuntary penetration or you know like that but maybe they were doing they were just doing something physically with you that you were not Not that you didn't want and you didn't didn't warrant yeah yeah any of that it's something that has that i've had to navigate to Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out you know and were these people like friends acquaintances or um, actual romantic partners that none of them were romantic partners no Mm -hmm. um some of them were people that i knew and I say something like it was a lot. It wasn't a lot of instances where it happened. Um, you know, people that I knew, someone that I didn't know was mutual friends with, mm-hmm. friends that I knew. Um, so someone I didn't know at all, actually, really. But again, mutual friends with someone yeah, So I knew. kind of like an acquaintance Yeah, yeah. And not even my acquaintance, someone else's acquaintance. Yeah. So, um, you know, being in those kinds of, kinds of situations where... Not necessarily not sure how to react, mm-hmm. but also it's it's like that paralysis where you just kind of freeze. Yeah. And you're like, what? What? Well, I guess. What just happened? What just What's happened? happening? What's happening? What do I do? Like in mm-hmm. your head in the after, if, after math, you're like, I should have said something or I should have stopped it or you knew better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've had to deal with that within myself. And I think now I'm in a better place not a complete place because i still go back and forth mm-hmm. with myself in some of the different instances some worse than others yeah um because sometimes it's like how did i get here yeah and it's not necessarily but i think that in those instances you didn't consent you know at the end yeah. of the day you didn't consent so right. there's like no reason like i know it's definitely i can tell it's like definitely like hard especially for people who are have been in those situations Mm -hmm. because it's like what did i do you know like you know how did we get here and that kind of thing but the thing is at the end of the day you didn't consent to that exactly or Mm -hmm. i'll see something and it triggers a memory and i'm just like wow that was a time that i could have protected myself a little bit better but also like trying not to also trying to deflect like no no sis let's not play this game with yourself like stop it it happened not let's move forward, but we're here now. And yeah. That was it. Right. Um, so, yeah. Having to navigate those situations along with my virginity has also played a part in my lack of dating, I think, because I don't always like to go into the situations and have to have these conversations. You know that. Mm-hmm. We spent a whole day together at um, Napa. I mean, right. it's not like you were like, hi, I'm Lauren, I'm a virgin. Right, exactly. <laughs> or that, like, it changed any of our interactions that right. entire day and now exactly. or when we went out later like it didn't didn't actually define anything um but for some people it created a defining moment mm, yeah 
of me. Like, oh, like... But that's more about themselves than yeah, I think... Yeah, than about me. Yeah, right. But it also changes the nature of what our relationships can look like. Um, and as a people person, and, you know, you know a lot of people, I know a lot of people, you meet people all the time, and trying to navigate who can actually be your friend or who you can bring into your circle, mm-hmm. at the same time trying to keep your circle that you have tight as it is. Um, have you ever had people, I guess, like friends close people like judge you for it but i definitely think there have been people that i've met that are in close-ish circles but not necessarily my immediate friends acquaintances that's Mm -hmm. the right word um that it felt kind of judgy like you know you end up at parties or things like that and you're playing like truth or dare or like kitty games and Mm -hmm. stuff like that like never have i ever never have i ever i hate that game (laughs) the game so much because it exposes so much so fast oh so fast that so game fast. gets you quick there's a new game called hot seat that also exposes oh you fast. no i will never if i want to enjoy that game either but yeah like those kinds of games where i'm just like ah, uh, now we have, now we have to have this conversation because then you get people but that, you would win right i mean i guess you would win in yeah. like the whatever the 10 fingers game yeah the 10 fingers yeah. game all that unless stuff. they start saying other stuff in, they, in which yeah. they usually start trying to figure out what else they can Damn, say now i gotta talk about it because there's always gonna be one person that's curious so why yeah why not i would say i have not played that in so long so, me either. <laughs> I, I try not to. I was gonna say I think I barely even played that in college, so I think it's all good. Yeah, no, I've played the game a lot. I'm usually like, fuck. I don't know how you get yourself. <laughs> I usually when I'm like, how do I get myself? I need new friends. <laughs> do you still think that marriage is the end point to when you want to be sexually active, or you're more looking for the right partner? I think marriage is the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that obviously sometimes husbands do cheat on wives, but I think that's the ultimate place where I've met someone where I know I'm secure in that this is my partner. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I'm a twin. I've had to share my whole life. In my romantic relationships, I do not want to share. I don't I don't want to share. I agree. So, I mean, no, some people do. Um, but there's, you know, there that security of, I feel like I would have more security in marriage because I'm like, this is my partner. This is my person. This mm-hmm. is the person who has gotten to know me on a level that no one else has. I feel like if I've met that person and we're dating and they already know this thing about me with virginity and all that, that they respect me to wait. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why not wait till marriage, you know? But at the same time, people slip up, and I want to give myself that grace that if I meet the right person, and I'm just like, this is this is who I want to share this intimate thing with, then mm-hmm. then it happens that way. But I think the ultimate goal is marriage, for me personally. Yeah. Um, <coughs> you know, I mean, there's been moments when I've thought to myself, you know what what am i waiting for like what am i actually waiting for mm-hmm. and then at the back of my head once i've gone through that whole conversation mm-hmm. with myself that i'm like you know what you might as well wait oh. because like but at the same time it's like if this is the one area that i've been i personally have been asked to sacrifice in and that i've made a promise to god and if that could be the thing that like knocks me off certain blessings or like i i don't want to get in my own way i don't want to be the thing that 
tricks something else off. I mean, what's for me is for me and won't pass me. But, you know, if this is the one area that I'm supposed to be obedient in, then I'm going to do everything in my power to be obedient in it. If it happens, you know, I forgive myself. God forgive Because I feel like a very sexual person, ironically. Um, but at the same time, I'm just like, it. I would rather wait. But if it does happen and I do meet the right person, then it happens. It feels like a very vague answer. Like you're not like saying, oh, I have to do it this way. Mm -hmm. um, but you say you have like some preferences, but you also know that life. Life happens. Shit happens. happens. Is your brother also um, a virgin as well? Is that also his like idea? Oh, no, he's married and has kids. Oh, but he okay. also did not wait. Okay. <laughs> my brother did not wait. My brother did a lot of things that, and it's funny because my brother, not to talk bad about him. This isn't bad. He's my brother. Can't none of y'all talk about it. <laughs> um, my brother was very nerdy. Um, very, very nerdy, very, very much to himself ish. Mm -hmm. My brother engaged in a lot of different activities that he probably shouldn't have before 18 and after. Hey, that, way to break the stereotype, bro. you know, <laughs> you know, he's just doing the damn thing. Um, that he just participated in things that I just never have, and mm -hmm. um, it's an interesting thing because a lot of people growing up would try to not put us to get put us against each other but like compare us in a lot of ways and it was expected for me to be the wild child and go out and just do a bunch of mm -hmm. stuff and you know maybe i'd end up pregnant and all this stuff like i was expected yeah. to be the fast one my, not to say my brother was fast because he didn't have kids before he was married or anything like both that. grew up with the same theology from our family and parents that you know dating was for marriage sex is for marriage mm -hmm. but my mom this is important my mom was never shy about talking about sex to us at home that's another reason why it doesn't feel so heavy as a thing to mm -hmm. me personally. It's just like stepping outside of my house and being with other people that didn't grow up in my household. Yeah. My mom talked about sex a lot. My mom wanted us to know about it and know that sex is not a bad thing because it's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But she was like, this is what it's for. There's mm -hmm. a reason for it. And if you are doing it before you reason, the specified reason is to make babies essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, it's fun, but it's also to make babies. You, like, these are the consequences. Mm -hmm. You know, so this is why you wait till marriage. And so, being a person that's just like, well, if one plus one. She was two, just laying it down, basically. Right, exactly. She was like, sex could be a great thing, but also you could have consequences. Exactly. <laughs> and being a person that's like, one plus one equals two, well, let me not. I'm going to just try to write mm -hmm. instead of playing with fire. I think one of my line sisters said it great is like, you're having sex before marriage is like playing a stupid game like it's game it's fun but you could lose like mm -hmm. <laughs> you could very not to call like pregnancy losing yeah but it's like you or STD but it's just or, not what you wanted yeah. i mean i don't think anyone wants an std but right. like like a child like maybe that's not what you wanted exactly at that moment of exactly. course any living being is a blessing and it's complicated i mean yeah. i like of course like i think sex is also a really great thing i think it's a great way to like connect intimacy mm -hmm. and like it's a whole different thing but it's also really complicated and it yeah. can be very draining or it can cause a lot of issues well, it's very funny a lot of people i've met and are friends with also are encouraging me to wait till marriage like i have several friends and several guy friends that are like i'll beat your ass and i'll be his <laughs> ass i'll be like damn like hold on wait like so you got good support systems right. for male and female friends and females i do have a couple friends that are also still virgins um yeah. a couple mentors that were virgins so they were married one was like 33 when she got married so it's like oh well you know it's not so it's not so bad i'd like yeah. not to be 33 but god whatever whatever your will is right yeah <laughs> and i think 
it's really important because I remember I like told a couple of guy friends when I was a virgin in college, like, you know, it wasn't like something I would say very often, but um, like my guy friends and I would just talk about things and I was like, oh, well, I've never done that before. And then they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, I've just never had sex. And they're like, oh, but they wouldn't like make such a big deal about it. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, or like they'll ask me why. And I'm like, I just haven't found the right person. And they can't knock that. You know, yeah. like, there's nothing they can really knock if you haven't yeah. found a person that you want to have sex with. I'm not just going to... Yeah. I think guys might be a little different. Yeah. Like, they might just want to find somebody to have sex with them. Right. Some guys, not yeah. all guys. Yeah. But, like, I just think that there's a different... There's also different expectations. Right, exactly. Yeah, those kinds of guys are always great. I love those kinds of guys. We can be friends. Because <laughs> I'm sure. like, you know, those are my guy friends. And I don't think I've ever, like, they might kind of, like, subtly, like, maybe it's the next year or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, like, so, or, like, like, I'll tell them about, like, guy problems. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, they might ask something or not say anything, but wait for me to say it. And I appreciate that, you mm-hmm. know? Like, if I'm not, they're not drilling me or, like, mm-hmm. interrogating me. Yeah. I think I've only had, it's usually the predatorial ones that want to oh, ask no. a thousand and one questions. And why? So I guess, like, where do you find your supports then? I think I found my closest support in the friendships, the immediate friendships, really tight circles of friends that I've known for years. They've never pressured me into anything or um, tried to make me feel bad. Not that people have made me feel bad but there a lot of people have lots of different conversations about virginity weird but my friends just kind of it's not a thing mm-hmm. and that's those are usually the people that i find my most support in yeah those different people that you know they it's not a thing to them and mm-hmm. um i think those would be the people that i would go to if i were to have sex before marriage or i did have questions mm-hmm. or because you know that no matter what you do they're not going to like ostracize you or make you feel like you did something wrong or you mm-hmm. know like or even be like oh that's what i always wanted for you before i thought you were all wrong you know like yeah no type of their judgment like, yeah all in there. no judgment yeah um i have a question for you oh yeah what? sure um has there ever been an instance for you like in your relationships or situations or anything where you were just like you know what, I just don't want to have sex. Or whether that was, like, before... Girl, I feel that like, way all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, how do you navigate that? Like, how do you... Um, so, my whole thing is that, like, I guess the younger me is different from, like, the current me. Like, mm-hmm. younger me... I mean, I'm still the same person. But, like, I remember, like, my whole thing was... I actually thought I was going to have sex, like, younger than I actually did like in my mind I watched like movies you know and my parents did not talk about sex Mm -hmm. um it would be like random relatives that would make weird little jokes with me um like women well yes not men um like my (laughs) aunties and stuff like that or like family friends would say like weird little things to me Um, Um, but like so I didn't really learn sex through family it was either like my brother's telling me something or I like watched it so like I would watch movies and I'm like oh that looks like about 16 so in my mind I was like I'm gonna be 16 when I like have sex mm. 16 came and went and passed and I still did not have any sex so um and but I also was like dating uh I was like I had a relationship in uh high school and then I dated someone like at the end of high school and into college but they were very you know respectful I just wasn't ready and I was just like no like we were intimate and like kind of sexual but not in the intercourse type of way um 
and like they were very respectful very blessed to have two very respectful people and then like while i was dating like at that point i still hadn't had sex yet and i was like very good at saying like no i was just like oh no not ready no not interested mm-hmm. like and but everybody was very i guess um respectful I of that. like how they interacted with me if i told them if they like pushed it then mm-hmm. i'm like you're not the right one for me because i don't want you to like pressure me into doing anything and that turned me off and if yeah. i'm turned off there's no it's switching done. it back on um and then like currently now that i've already had sex like it's a big thing for me that it's really hard for me to find both physical and uh like mental attraction mm-hmm. and so like there will be some really great guys that i meet and i go on dates with them and but i'm just not sexually attracted to them and i realized from experience that if i'm not sexually attracted to you within like the first couple of dates it's just not going to really develop i've tried that before where i've dated someone that i wasn't sexually attracted to and it didn't grow you know and i felt like i was wasting their time and mine mm-hmm. and i don't want to do that to somebody else yeah and how horrible would it feel for that person for the person that you like to mm-hmm. be like I'm, i don't want to have sex with you or i don't want to be intimate with you so i wouldn't want to do that to somebody else because uh, I don't want to feel that way. Right. So I usually just break it off because I'm like, and I get like, with me, I'm very awkward with sex. Like, I'm like <laughs> so not, like, I won't initiate it. Like, I won't be like that person. But like, if we are in a like relationship, it's different. And I'm like learning, my, I'm still learning myself right. as what kind of sexual partner I am. Um, but I'm someone who like is really awkward when it comes to like the initial like I'm not very touchy like Mm. um, on dates I'm not touchy Um, Mm. so it's like I'm still figuring myself out as like a like a sexual partner um, because I'm in my head a lot Um, unless we are in a relationship I think that's different because then we're comfortable with each other like of course then it just becomes like a part of us but the initial sex girl I don't know like yeah right I don't know if that answered your question. It did. <laughs> it did. No, it's I one thing I think that um is interesting is that you were saying that you still are learning yourself in mm. sexuality. And I think that's something that people don't talk about a lot. Um, and maybe that's not the right way to say it, but like one of the things that people say to me all the time was like, Well, what if you get married and you realize the sex is bad? And I'm like, Well, isn't it something that you have to learn and something that has to be practiced and we'll just practice and get better. Like we'll figure out what each other likes and then we'll do as in my head. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Um, like whether you wait or not, you still have to communicate. Right. Exactly. Like, you, yeah, you got to communicate. There are things you'll find out that you're like, that you like, that you don't like, that you'll be willing to try that you're not willing to try. Um, and I think that's something about me that also makes me not worried about it is that I'm not, afraid to try i just don't want to start like Mm -hmm. that to me that's the difference and i think and it's very vulnerable like how vulnerable do you want to be with somebody who is not leave yeah right might leave and i was just like you know what i don't i don't want to be that vulnerable because i know myself i'm an empath i'm sensitive Mm -hmm. i hate that i'm sensitive but i'm sensitive and you know just having to like dealing with the rejection is already enough. I don't want to have to deal with the rejection and I've already exposed myself this much mm-hmm. to you. You know, losing a friend is hard. 
imagine being in a relationship with someone or have having had sex with someone and then they just gone. I probably won't be able to handle that very well because I know myself and how I've handled other situations. Didn't go well. And breakups so, are really hard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're super, super. Okay. So a little off topic, but like, so you said you're waiting until marriage to have sex. Does that mean like, does drinking a thing? Like, do you yes. still like drink? You yes, know? Yes, girl. I love to drink. I love Jose <laughs> Cuervo is my friend. Jose and I are friends. Oh. I don't like Hennessy. I do drink it from time to time, but I don't like Hennessy. In 2020, y'all, we're going to acknowledge that Hennessy is nasty. It's nasty. I don't know why y'all like that shit. <laughs> I do. I do drink. I don't smoke. Um, that's another one of those things that is just never... It's never been my thing. Have you tried it before? Or are you like, I, I don't even want to try it? I've I've not tried weed. I've not tried weed. People are like, oh, you should, I mean, you live in California. Why not? Um, when I was in college, I did hookah. And I tried smoking cigars. And just the smoke. The coughing? <laughs> yes, the smoke aspect. Like, and not even just coughing. Um, yeah, it gives me a headache. The after effects, the lung, and I was a track runner. I ran track in college. It was like the lung, having the smoke in my lungs, it just didn't. I guess my me. vice would be like smoking, but yeah. I like, I literally, my body like does not want me to drink. Yeah. I think I'm getting to a place where I want to drink less though. I mean, I don't drink a lot. I've been hearing that. People have been telling me that they want to drink less. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, I don't drink a whole lot, but mm-hmm. you know, when we drink it, we drink it. Yeah. So it's a turn up. But, you know, I've gotten accustomed to wine. I'm not a wino yet or mm-hmm. a wine connoisseur, but I think I want to learn. Water. I'm just chill. Um, That's me. I turn up to water all the time. Actually, I'm yeah. the one who pours the drinks. <laughs> You're I'm, that person? I'm that person. <laughs> Can I make you a drink? Like, people will come over. I'll make you a drink. You have the bar. You want a drink? You want to go get a drink? I yeah. won't, right, <laughs> I won't I get, get one, one, but I will go with you. But I'll go with you to get one. Yeah. No. So do people get surprised if they're like, oh, you drink, but you don't... Um, you don't have the sex. Conversation has come up while drinking. It's like <laughs> it usually comes up a lot while drinking. Like for whatever reason, that's when people want to like get frisky. I'm a touchy. Like one of my love languages is physical touch. touch. Mm-hmm. Like it's up there. Like my top. My top one is quality time, and then physical touch and words of affirmation are tied. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, when I drink, I get touchy, and so. How I know that I'm drunk or at least tipsy is like mm. I'll start to rub my fingers together because I want to touch things. Oh, okay. And that like helps me not touch other people. Mm-hmm. But like with, it's terrible with like friends and like especially guy friends, I really try not to do it. I really try not to. Mm-hmm. But when I'm drinking, like I find myself touching more and I'm like, I'm the girl that's like, oh, we became friends in the bathroom. She's me. Like I tell you you're pretty and like I love you and the mm-hmm. whole, like I'm very affectionate. Yeah. Yeah, so the people with you're with also know that you're yeah. just touchy and they're not taking it the wrong. Yeah, way. no, no, they're just like, oh, she's just lovey dovey. Like that's oh okay. She's just she's just being fun and her little heart of gold and sweet and whatever. She just she's just having a good time. Just sit her down, get her some water. She'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. People, I think they get that. I've never had anyone be like, oh, I got the wrong message. Usually, I'm the one getting the wrong message. I think uh, maybe I'm not, but <laughs> I don't think I've really had too many situations where I sent mixed signals because I'm pretty. Um, I'm pretty direct, you know. Oh, that's really good. Game. I need to learn a page from your book. For that. <laughs> like, I I just don't I don't like playing the game. Like, no, it's not fun for me. Flirting is weird, even though <laughs> I tend to be a really good flirt drunk. Um, or if you're attractive, like it happens naturally. Um, 
but like doing the game back and forth like no like i'm not interested or if i'm interested you're gonna know like it's it's it will not be a mistake you will not yeah. I, I feel like I need to take a page because like I've had people tell me that they're like oh I didn't even think you were interested in me at all and I'm like what how would you not know yeah no <laughs> I'm usually very explicit like it's just like I think you're cute or like you're attractive or like yes, like I'm that. just like very I'm very vocal mm-hmm. if I think you're attractive or if I'm attracted to you I mean you don't want to play the guessing game the so guessing that's game. like what I've been trying to tell myself like no one's gonna like just guess mm-hmm. and know that in my head I think that person is attractive or I'm interested in that person mm-hmm. because people can't read minds right exactly and also just trying to navigate I think now I'm better at it but I felt like men had a tendency to say what they were thinking Mm -hmm. which they don't always do but they seem to be more direct and that was my environment so Mm -hmm. i kind of leaned into that like just being direct and just being in situations where i wasn't direct and it didn't pan out well for me and i got hurt so it's just like if i'm more explicit in the beginning this makes it easier but i'm still really bad at reading signs or reading signals yeah that makes sense like one of my girlfriends told me like um i'm not very what's the word like i'm not i wouldn't be the type to like express that i'm interested in somebody Mm -hmm. i'm like not good at flirting me when i'm interested in someone like i i can't like think straight yeah and so my, my friend was telling me that like my girlfriend was like if you wait for somebody to make a move on you your pool of people are so limited yeah and of course like nine out of ten of the guys who usually shoot their shot may not be the person you want Mm -hmm. to shoot their shot Mm -hmm. so like you have to be if you really want to like go for what you're interested in or like find the guy you're interested in you have to um you know like i still don't know how to do that but you know working on it yeah um but i thought that was a really good point yeah no it's hard it's definitely hard to do um but yeah i do things head first and head on so even in sometimes my approach like especially with guys that I've liked before, like I just would just be like, yeah, I like you, and then they were like, yeah, no, like that was aggressive, no, like not necessarily that I came off as aggressive, but you know, taking I've been told that like, and I don't know if it's all true because people um, debunk it a lot too and saying that you know you shouldn't always wait for people to like shoot their shot at you first, but. You know, people saying that, or guys in my experience, they haven't necessarily liked that I came after them. Like, the the intrigue that I shot my shot first was interesting. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I would always take the lead. And so that... They weren't... They didn't like that part of it. That, um... So, yeah... Oh, that's the church bells. Okay, I was like, is that like a there's bell? like a there's a church like right over there, and every hour, like every yeah, oh. six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, it like will it ring. ring. So that's crazy. Church bells. Yay. Okay, so I guess to like wrap it up, how do you stay like grounded and like really uh, confident in like your values and you know like your purpose of going this far and doing what you do? Um. I think the 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 surface answer is that it's just been this long. Why? Like, why give it up now? Like, you might as well wait. That's mm-hmm. been the first thing. But I think I grew up in such a supportive family that allowed me to explore who I wanted to be very early that I grew a sense of self very quickly. Um, that by the time I got to college, 
people couldn't like people couldn't pressure me into nothing anything and so those same um attributes have grown with me into adulthood i have more of a gray area now um because i've learned how not to be so black and white with things Mm -hmm. and learned and expanded and grown in that aspect but at the core of me i still know what i stand on i still know who i am and why i feel like i'm worth protecting Mm -hmm. like that at the end of the day that's what i feel like like this is one of the ways to protect me Mm -hmm. um because this is an area where i can be hurt Mm -hmm. and maybe that sounds like a wall or a boundary but having it is what's kept me this long um just knowing myself and knowing that this isn't this isn't an area where i want to feel pain Mm-hmm. I want my sexual experiences to I mean they won't all be great that's life they won't all be great mm-hmm. but you know I want it to be the best and it doesn't necessarily have to be best in you know oh that was great <sighs> like it might not necessarily be that but yeah. it's like I want it to be the best thing for me yeah and if that means waiting for the best thing I, I'm willing to do that um, bottom line you know and at the same time I also make sure that I'm not pushing my values and what I believe on other people. Like, hey, if you want to go have sex, girl, by all means, come back and tell me about it. How was it? Yeah. Teach me a few things. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, it's I respect other people's values and I, I would appreciate, I do appreciate when other people respect mine mm-hmm. um, and just allow myself to have that from, that's for me. Yeah. Um, and that when I'm ready, it'll be because it'll be because I gave it. This is my gift to that person, yeah. and for, you want to, and I want to, right? I don't want it to be an accident. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I I want to be firm in my decision. Like mm-hmm. with anything that I do, I want to be firm in my decision. Yeah. I don't want to regret. Like, damn, oh fuck this nigga. Like, I don't. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, I just that it's it's a boundary. Yeah. For me, you want to be confident and feel like this is what you want. To exactly. Do. So that's pretty much what keeps me grounded in it. Um, that is like I, I want it to feel right. I want it to be right. And I want to know that it's the best thing for me mm-hmm. in that moment um, yeah. because I could easily regret it. And that's probably the reason why I was like, well, if I'm if I'm vowing my life to someone, I'm vowing to marry them, then I must really believe in this decision. Mm-hmm. So I probably will also believe in that decision to allow them to to give them that gift of myself fully. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. You're welcome.